You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the comic section podcast, issue number one. 53. I'm your host, Jason, and normally I have beside me my very talented co-host, Lil CO. But Lil CO is currently booked and busy. Busy out here in these streets. I always have a backup plan and uh, bring back to the show my guy, Rigel. Yo, what's up? What's going on, Rigel? Going pretty good. I am trying to get rid of all the sweets that are in my house from the holidays still. Oh, yeah, man. How was yeah. your New Year, man? Uh, new Year's was, well... It it was good. It okay. as good as it could be. We were uh we're gonna go out and then uh COVID stuff happened. Right. So thankfully everyone's safe, everything's good. Uh my fiance and I are both healthy, but uh yeah, no, we, we had a fun time, just stayed in and uh yeah, got got pretty drunk at my own house on we go. New Year's. Hey, that's, that's the best way to be. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just we still have all these sweets and yeah. fudge and all this stuff from the holidays to point that's like I don't know if it's good anymore, but yeah. also I don't care. Don't care. No, I feel you because uh, I actually had to do a purge myself. Mm. Had to like do the straight up refrigerator clean out all of the stuff that's like still wrapped in tin foil and that all of that. I was like, oh man, I forgot I had that in there. It's like you don't want to waste food, but also it's you need space, yeah. man. You got to, you know. If, <laughs> once the smell introduces itself, once yeah. you open it, there's like a distinct odor. It's like, okay, it's, it's, it's that time. time. Yeah, I think it's time to go ahead and uh, toss that one out, you know. Yeah, man. Well, that's good, man. So you had a good New Year's Eve, bringing in New Year. Yeah, yeah nah, same here, man. I pretty much just stayed in. Um, it was a struggle. This is how I know I'm showing my age. It was a struggle to stay up until midnight. God, I'm right? Lie. I'm like, <laughs> I cannot... Like with it, I think honestly, you know what? No, I'm not even gonna blame it on my age. I blame it on this daylight savings, man. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I feel like that whole thing is a sham. Now we're we're good with that. The we're, farmers it, are good, yeah. You know, because it was always it was just all about the farmers and them being able to grow their crop. I get that. Cool. Yeah. No. We, but now we're yeah. No reason for it. We <laughs> we were all like, hey, hey, Uncle Joe, let's uh, right. let's just go ahead and get rid just of this daylight savings. Let's time just go now. ahead and get out of here with that. A lot of us are still in quarantine. We don't know what time it is anyway. Just yeah unplug it right now but. unplug it yeah nah yeah i'm just uh come on man let's just be done with it but yeah i would say that it definitely took me a, you know i had to try to keep myself busy so mm-hmm. i wouldn't fall asleep but uh but yeah man brought in 2022 and it was good man it's like again just trying to stay safe and uh get rid of all that extra food so mm-hmm. I'm right there, <laughs> right there with you. But uh, well, hey, man, well, since we caught up a little bit, you ready to go ahead and get into these breaking news and headlines? Oh, yeah. Let's, Let's get into it. All right, guys, breaking news headlines. And unfortunately, we have to report on a passing of an icon legend. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things you could say about this wonderful actress that uh that i'm not gonna lie i didn't want to believe it uh because every year 
around the time of her birthday there's always a rumor that she passed away Mm -hmm. and you're like oh it's to the point where it's like all right when it actually happened didn't want to believe it i was like oh okay let me it's twitter acting you know twittering again you know what i'm saying but yeah they do that with like a lot of different celebrities sometimes wasn't there that like one celebrity that everyone was like uh, like the publicist came out said yeah they passed away and then they actually came out and said no i'm still alive and then they passed away two weeks later yeah i forget who that was specifically but i can't think of it off top i know what you're talking about though but uh but yeah we're uh for the listeners out there who may not know but most of you do um we're talking about Miss Betty White. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Miss Betty White, the Golden Girls the icon, Golden legend. Girl, the uh. Golden Girls, man, uh, passed away at the age of ninety nine, just a few weeks before her one hundredth mm. birthday. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, oh, it actually happened. So uh, I, I got to call out Aunt one last time oh, again. Here we go. Because like I'm just chilling. What it's Aunt New do? Year's Eve. Yeah, just 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 vibing on my couch yeah and then i get a text message from aunt saying hey betty white's dead i'm just like no no right. no this, yeah. no you're you're playing with me and uh-huh. they're like no i'm dead serious mm. I, I googled it i saw only the it was still like when it was still very early so there was only like one tmz article reporting about it okay and as soon as i saw it was tmz i was like no nah, no 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 tmz that's the, the, they they sometimes get it right, but yeah. also they can get it wrong. No, so I was no, like, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to be in denial right I now. I feel you. And then everyone else started reporting about it. And uh, I was depressed. That is the reason why I got drunk on New Year's. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how you feel about Betty White, J Rock, uh-huh. but um, I absolutely adored her. If you, if you at any point came up to me and asked me who my celebrity crush is, I would have told you, honestly, it, it's Betty White. Betty White, yeah. Because she's just, she was so hilarious, mm-hmm. so pure, so just, she, she was a golden girl. Like, yeah. just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, when we were, like, moving in between houses yeah. at one point, and all we were watching were, like, bad sitcoms, and one of the sitcoms we were regularly watching was The Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. and Classic. Gosh, she's just, she was so fantastic on that show. Like, what a life, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling you right, because uh, my thing, I used to watch Golden Girls with my grandmother, mm. and my grandmother loved The Golden Girls, and yeah, when I saw that news, I was like, oh, but I will say one thing about TMZ. TMZ has been accurate a lot, they, So, yeah. and I'm with you, too, because sometimes they would get stuff wrong, but mm. whenever, I, whenever I see them post that someone passes... They're usually on point with that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, it might, you know, this could very well be the case. But, yeah, like you were saying, I mean, there's so many things you could say about Betty White that, you know, everyone was saying, yo, what are you doing? Like, what, like are you are you like a vampire? Like, how are you still right. <laughs> going and kicking and looking amazing? And, yeah, it's just it's, you know, it kind of hits home when the memes come out. And not the ones that are like tasteless now, but the ones that it really hits where you see all the golden girls are mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, the girls are back together because she was the last one that was still alive. And I'm like, yeah. 99. Imagine being 99 years on this planet and all the things that she's seen, all the things that mm-hmm. she's seen the world change. She was older than sliced bread. 
Yeah. Like the, her, the age that she was was like one year older than when sliced bread was invented in yeah. 1922, 1923, something like that. So mm-hmm. it's like, God, yeah. Can you imagine living that long? Right. Too? Like, oh. yeah. And it just makes you think like, man, would you want to live to be like 99? When? <laughs> or 100. Or you know what? Now they're downloading our, our conscious to some, to some computers. So oh, we, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, might be straight up Futurama. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who knows what the future is going to look like? But one thing I'll say, though, Betty White, I mean, she definitely led a life that it's just amazing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, she she earned her rest. Yes. I definitely could say she lived she lived her life to the fullest. That's mm-hmm. 100%. That's the only thing that hopefully we all can, you know, echo that same sentiment. Let's just, you know, die on E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give it give it all we got here. So Betty, yeah. Betty White, thank you for being our friend. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Perfect way to wrap that up right there. Perfect way. And uh and as always too, you know, whenever someone passes away, we always here at the comment section recommend our listeners out there who are not as familiar with Betty White's work. Of course, you've probably seen her face on tons of shows, commercials, mm-hmm. but, you know, look up her IMDb and just go and check out all the things she's done. So, yeah. So, uh, world's going to miss her and, uh, you know, keep her legacy going. So, we're going to go ahead and uh, transition from that story to uh, some more intriguing stories this one's involving the wb now the flash now and i'm so happy that rigel is here because rigel is all about the flash right because i'm a huge flash fan you know what i'm saying cosplays as the flash i mean this when it comes to the flash you think rigel i so i've said on this podcast many times that spider-man is my favorite superhero Mm -hmm. flash is a very very close number two yeah uh like just absolutely love the character and he actually is one of the few characters that i've gotten into as an adult Mm -hmm. like i always saw him when i was growing up as a kid and as a teenager on the outside being like this character seems like one i would really like but also i know if i got into him yeah it would just consume everything, every oh, part yeah. of my life. Mm-hmm. And then it finally happened. And it happened. So, yeah. yeah. Good. Well, uh, let's talk about this Flash movie. <laughs> I, I really need to, because it's funny because I'm going to tie in two stories in one. So, mm. the first one, Michael Keaton, right? My personal favorite Batman ever. He, uh, he actually went on to explain why... He didn't do Batman Forever. Of course, we know the original OG Batman and, of course, Batman Returns. And uh, but, yeah, you know, he just never I guess he never spoke about why Mm -hmm. publicly. You know, we had our theories. We had our thoughts. And I, of course, you know, Joel Schumacher, that's when he took over. And because, you know, Tim Burton, Mm -hmm. people were they just didn't really like him as that director in the Batman world, I guess, WB? Am, am I... Just for, for whatever just for, reason. for whatever yeah. reason, right? It's like, oh, man, it's a little too dark. It's too, you know, and so <laughs> Michael Keaton finally, like, let let it out the bag because, as we know, this new Flash movie, he's back as Batman, which a lot of theories are going around about, okay, is this a Flashpoint movie? Like, what's going to happen in this film? Now, we're going to get to that. We're getting to that, We're going to yeah. get to that. But first, though... You know, what was your first theory as to why you thought Michael Keaton was going to come back for Batman Forever when you first 
found out Batman Forever was coming out and Michael Keaton wasn't in it, like, were you like upset or were you like, oh, okay, well, I mean, because I'm guessing, because I'm, I'm guessing I'm a little older than you. So mm-hmm. do you remember, did that, was that even a thought in your head? Like, oh, okay, this is Batman. I, I mean, Michael Keaton, whoever, I'm, I'm just ready to see Batman. Or was that something that, like, oh, man, Michael Keaton's not in it? What's going on? J Rock, I wasn't born yet. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm sorry. I have to help. My, I was uh, not. I, knew I wasn't born I knew when it. that change happened. I knew it. So that didn't really affect you, Dunn. No, no. Okay. I was like. <sighs> Honestly, when I was a kid, I think the first Batman movie I ever saw, like, I, I grew up watching a bunch of superhero movies. I, the one I remember seeing, though, was actually Batman and Robin. Uh, that was, like, the first one that I ever saw. And now I can look back on that movie as an adult and be like, oh, wow, this movie's really stupid. Um, <laughs> I'm actually right there with you that, like, I do think Michael Keaton is, like, the best Batman that we've had so far. Mm. But Jury's still out. We'll see how Robert Pattinson does as, oh, yeah, yeah. as uh, I, have yeah. a, I have a lot of faith in Robert Pattinson, I by do the way. too. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, when, um, like, looking at the two movies that Michael Keaton did, and then seeing that he didn't return for Batman Forever, uh, I always assumed that had to do something with the, the director. Because, like, actors and directors normally like work very closely they're very like well knit together yeah so i assumed when tim burton was no longer on the project it was a similar thing that like okay they just also just warner brothers made the decision to can keaton the same time they canned uh burton yeah uh that's what i always thought until this interview dropped that's right so now for uh for the ones that were you know of the age around you know to remember where you were because i'm not gonna lie batman forever for it to be what it was i was still hyped that was Mm. to me young eyes young you know Jason is like, I'm looking at him like, oh, man, because, you know, they had the soundtrack. The soundtrack was fire. You know, that's when back when, you know, movies and soundtracks and music went hand in hand. I even remember the McDonald's uh, cups that you used to buy. You like you would buy like a, a cup back when like and it was like two dollars. But back then, mm. two dollars was a lot of money you spent on a cup. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what I <laughs> mean? So, <laughs> but uh, all of that being said, I was cool with Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer was definitely a. I liked him as Batman, just mm-hmm. my personal opinion. But uh, but again, for the the fans out there, like, nah, man, come on, man, what happened? Something had to happen. And yeah, so Michael Keaton recently went on the Envelope, the Actors Podcast, and he finally explained as to why he didn't return for the third movie. So he said, and I, you know, I got it in quotation. So I, I think I yeah, I'll read the quote because I don't want to misquote him. But basically, he said, and I quote. It was always Bruce Wayne. It was never Batman. Uh, He said, to me, I know the name of the movie is Batman and it's hugely iconic and a very cool cultural iconic idea because of Tim Burton, artistically iconic. I knew from the get go it was Bruce Wayne and that's what it was about. That was the secret. I never talked about it. Everyone would say Batman, Batman, Batman does this. And I kept thinking to myself, y'all are thinking wrong here. It's all about Bruce Wayne. What kind of person does that? Who becomes that? What kind of person? does that and then when the director who directed the third one came on he didn't even say joe schumacher's name yeah (laughs) but he said i just can't do it 
And one of the reasons I couldn't do it was, and you know, he's a nice enough man. He recently, you know, he passed away. So I wouldn't speak ill of him, even if he were alive. He at one point after more than a couple of meetings where I kept trying to rationalize doing it and hopefully taking him in to saying, okay, I think we can go in a different direction. I think we should go in this direction. And he wasn't going to budge. I remember one of the things that I walked away going, oh boy, I can't do this. Uh, he asked me, I don't understand why everything has to be so dark and everything so sad. And I went, wait a minute. Do you know how this guy got to be Batman? Have you read? I mean, it's pretty simple. So all of that in a nutshell, Joe Schumacher wanted to lighten it up because he thought it was too dark and too gritty. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing WB, obviously, that's what they wanted to. They wanted to attract to more of the kids and, you know parents can be like oh, okay cool this is more i don't know it's a family feel, picture, family picture. Yeah. yeah wb <laughs> at the end of the day is a movie business right mm-hmm. so they're in the business of making money by movies so i mean it makes sense i'm not too surprised at it yeah but. that doesn't surprise me at all either yeah. um <laughs> that's just, just crazy i just love that he just fully call called out joel schumacher like have you even read like, yeah. the source material basically Do you even know what we're working with here like we we're talking about the same character right, right. like this is batman right this okay all right even even the, like the the original like outing of the uh the character like they're detective stories yeah and uh like even though he's like there's a lot of camp in that golden age of batman there's a, a lot of camp when it came to uh uh adam west the uh the original like 60s Batman yeah, TV of show. Course, yeah like those were two different medias like portraying batman and at that time especially with like a lot of the way the the comics were taking the character mm-hmm. he was starting to shift into a darker tone i um actually listened to the uh the full podcast that that had this interview with yeah uh, mainly because i just love michael keaton i think right. he's a fantastic actor oh yeah and um and he talks about how um when he was like first approaching the character uh like one of the things that he checked out was like tim burton was a huge batman fan as well tim burton was heavily inspired by the killing joke comic uh when he was like reading up on the character he read frank miller's run which mm-hmm. is the like penultimate edgy dark Batman. yeah no yeah uh, and it came out like right in the middle of the 80s too um so yeah no i am not at all surprised that uh like he just saw the direction that joel schumacher and obviously wb wanted it to go into have it be this like lighter campy area and be like yeah no yeah, no guy, he, nah, really... he took one suit of one look at that suit with bat nipples on it, it was like yeah <laughs> no <laughs> shout out to the bat nipples man mm. yeah no i'm yeah i'm right there with you because when i saw that change happen I was young enough to not really get it to the point where I was like, oh, well, okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so, but I did remember there was, a, you know, some backlash, like, wait a minute, what's going on? And that was always the talk, like, what happened? And WB uh, just seems like even then and possibly even now, WB just seems to just, do they, can they not read the room? Like, what's, for the life of me there i don't understand because we've been talking about the things that wb has the mistakes they've made Mm -hmm. and just the decision making that they've done countless times where you're like who's really running like who's running this this part of wb (laughs) i know that obviously they have their their other 
films and the more artsy films that they do great on. But on this side, like, I don't understand what's I don't, something's missing here. Like, I don't understand it. It, I, I really do think they've got like a secret like dungeon basement in the uh, the layers of WB yeah. where they've got like that setup of like a thousand chip, uh, like a thousand monkeys on typewriters like yeah. writing and writing away just going until they finally until like they get find, something yeah. works. I don't so, like, know. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. A detective chip movie. <laughs> We're doing it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, but what about this movie that's been a lot of people have been loving and they're happy that it's going this way? Like, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. Nah, we're gonna we're gonna change it. Um, nah. Do you think we should make a movie about Cyborg? You know that uh, that main character in the uh, the Justice League movie that we introduced? Nah, nah, nah. No one cares about Cyborg. Come on, let's <laughs> let's be honest here. Well, the reason why you know we're going on this rant, and of course, if you're a listener of the podcast, you've known that we've been talking about this issue with WB, and uh, there's another rumor that's going on, and again, it evolves around the Flash. Mm-hmm. That this Flash movie, rumor is, is set to erase basically everything that Zack Snyder created, Uh, whether that be Superman, Batman. uh, The rumors are they're going to be replacing these characters with Supergirl, Batgirl, basically a all-female Justice League. Mm. That's what they're kind of inferring you know rumors now these are all rumors this but it just went crazy to the point where when it comes to rumors i try Mm -hmm. not to really touch on it too much but this one just went crazy Uh, because there was been some reliable sources who are who are pretty accurate when it comes to certain things and they're like nah this is actually happening so gee i wonder why the fans went nuts (laughs) (laughs) what would comic book nerds have with oh my problems with this yeah so Uh, i don't uh, know man i will say didn't uh didn't that rumor also include that they would have the uh would have shazam on as a justice league member too i believe so yeah that's true i think so too i think i read that in there too yeah Nah, yeah, it's uh, man. So, so on on the one hand, yeah, uh, I genuinely on its merit, I actually think this is a pretty cool idea. Like, I would mm-hmm. love to see a different alternative take of the Justice League, mm-hmm. where like Supergirl is the one in charge of it, Batgirl is in charge of it, yeah, uh, Shazam, and like a bunch of other like C list, D list heroes are on there, um, but also. What the hell? Yeah. What? No, we, yeah. You can't even give us like a, another sequel, not even if it's like a follow-up to like the uh the Snyder Cut stuff. Right. You can't even give us like another sequel with Batman, mm. Superman, and Wonder Woman to like flesh out flesh it out. More yeah. of that still. Right. Like what? Yeah. And you're going to use the Flash movie to the do Flash it? to do it. Like uh, the Flash, you know, you give them you know reverse that time go into the future who knows man and again this is all hearsay but a lot of the fans are mad man wb that's the one thing they are awesome at is pissing off their fan base (laughs) like making dc fans feel like really like what are y'all doing now again Mm -hmm. this is all rumors i'm gonna keep saying it because you know we don't know if this is all factual but it's just the fact that 
just a bad press. They're great at bad press. Mm-hmm. They when it comes to a medal, like they are will place first gold every time when it comes to bad press in DC. To the point where it's like, all right, what's really going on? Now, I'm with you, right? I would like that concept if it happened organically. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you're forcing and again, here's my I guess my take, and I was thinking about this before we started recording, and I was like, okay, now there's this I guess this feeling in the in the world that we live in as far as nerd culture where, you know, the forced diversity, right? Mm-hmm. The the forced uh female empowerment, right? Like, okay, now we you know, we're gonna do it for all the ladies, you know, and cool, all for that, right? But it's to a point where it's like, all right, when you try to force it, it just feels so ingenuine. Even to the point where like some feminists are even upset at this. Like, hold up, like we get we see what you're <laughs> right, doing. Yeah. But, you know, do it organically. Like, you know, let us let us, you know, grab more fans. Not let's not like, you know, make fans mad and they get mad mm-hmm. at at us or, you know, what have you. Like, let us naturally gain these gain some allies instead right. of just like, okay, like you guys are just you guys just forcing this agenda, like the the woke agenda, like, oh, okay, everything mm-hmm. went woke. And I, I hate that term because, yeah. you know, they're using it just to, you know, I, uh, but I feel like, yeah, man, let let it happen organically. Mm-hmm. Just like sometimes when they, when they rushed to do Justice League because they saw what their competition was doing. And they're like, instead of taking their time and developing it, they're they, like, we got to get this now. And so, instead of even like delaying the movie too, so that Zack Snyder could finish it the way yeah. he wanted to finish it, yeah. they were just like, uh, get it, we got to do go. it. We got to go. Yeah, we got to do it right now. You see what they're doing over there. We mm. need to hurry up and have our own, you know, group of superheroes coming together. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you in the sense that like it it should happen more organically. Like it is very, obviously very, very important to have that, um, that representation. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's just something you need to, to have, but, but we can still criticize the fact that like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Like how you're doing it (laughs) is where the issue is. It's like, we're not mad at what you eventually want to do, but how you're executing it to the point where, wait a second, we still hadn't gotten a second Superman movie. Henry Cavill still wants to play Superman. Mm -hmm. He's telling you, Hey, I want to play this character. And if they're smart, hold up. Uh, he's killing it on in The Witcher, mm-hmm. you know, uh, possibly the next James Bond. Who knows? But he's like a really hot name that wants to continue to work for us. How about we keep this person on at least for one more movie yeah. or something? Uh, ben Affleck, well, we already know. Ben's just done. Ben was like, you know, I feel bad for Ben. Yeah, I do. Ben just do done, man. What, what does this also mean for the uh, the the one uh, the Superman reboot that they're doing with? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, J.J. Abrams and uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Like, what, right. what about that? Yeah, like, where's that going to play into this? Yeah, too? it's just so it's just so messy, man. It's it's obvious they don't have a a I guess a, a lead like someone that's like leading mm-hmm. the charge. They need their Feige, mm-hmm. but don't be Feige. Be some you know, be your own thing. But just need someone that's like that has direction. At, like, okay, this is what's happening. At this point, I'd said I, I would settle for a bargain bin Amy Pascal. Like hey, even that, like, even that, man. Somebody, please. I just I don't know, but 
Yeah. That's so, I mean, and, I don't know, man. And the fact that they're using one of my favorite characters' first solo to movie do it, to, do, to do all of this. Call me old-fashioned, but I believe the Flash just run fast and punch a gorilla in the face. That's all I want to see. That's, that's all you want to see, That's all I yeah. want from this movie, J-Rock. Yeah. I just want Barry Allen to run really fast and punch Gorilla Grodd in the face. Exactly. Exactly. And we're and we're robbing, we're, we're robbing your character. We're robbing to the point where it's like, hold up, man. This, I just want a Flash movie. I don't need everybody in this not right not yet like let us build up to that let us care about these characters man uh yeah this is just it's a mess yeah. man it's such a mess but you know i don't know i don't know what's going to happen but i will be there to see it mm. that's 100 percent. i if it's a train wreck yep. i will be but, in the front row I, yep. <laughs> sitting there ready and uh we're gonna be the orchestra of the titanic just going just down just with the playing ship, when the ship the go way. down man oh man so uh but yeah uh so we just have to wait and see what's gonna happen um but as far as i know uh the flash is set to hit theaters november 4th so um you know we got some time to you know i guess speculate Mm-hmm. and see anything new that comes out hopefully i mean obviously we'll get some trailers we'll get some more definitive you know confirmed news but if it's if it's anything that's remotely close to what the rumors is in wb oof because here's the thing like i know they have they have a few movies that's coming that a lot of people are excited for but also there's some bad press I, I gotta say it yep Aquaman 2, that's another movie that has some bad press because mm. you know the you know the backlash. Oh, oh yeah. Amber that's Heard. Right. Amber yeah. Heard. God. People forgot about that. And it's like that thing got remember, I believe online it had two million signatures mm-hmm. wanted to get her off the film. WB, what's I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I mean we just gotta yeah. wait and see, man. Twenty twenty two, WBDC, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh but in other news, though, we'll keep you guys updated as yeah. soon as we, we find out some more things. But uh, but speaking of projects being delayed, uh, Sony <laughs> went from one studio to another. Sony, Morbius. Morbius reportedly is delayed once again. But... It's not a bad thing, though. Is, is there a womp womp sound effect I, we can I, play? You know what? You know, I'm glad you said that. Let's <laughs> insert that right here. There it is. <laughs> if, mm, I, if I have peak. it, I inserted it. But if I didn't, then just use your imagination. Y'all know the womp womp sound. Oh, man. But Morbius, yes, has been delayed. Check this out. It's been delayed more times than New Mutants has. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been uh but this is a good thing though. The reason why Morbius was delayed is because of Spider-Man's No Way Home's success and they didn't want to step on their toes because Morbius was originally set to open on January 28th. But, you know, Spider-Man mm-hmm. is still still in the atmosphere. You know, got that cast that big web. You see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't want to step on their toes. So, that makes sense because it's Sony. Mm-hmm. It's a two Sony movies. You don't want to, you know, bite, you know, trip over your own success. I guess so. I'm not mad at it. So, I'm not mad. So here's the question, though. Yeah. Why did they set it back to January 28th? So close to uh, to uh, No Way Home's release in the first place. That's why, a good question. Why didn't they just either push it back farther or just you know or just hey, yeah release it? Just release it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like it's, I, 
<laughs> yeah. So I remember seeing a bunch of like tweets about like, it, is this real? Is this like an April Fool's joke? I will not be surprised if I walk in the movie to mm-hmm. the movie theater to see Morbius. Yeah. And instead, uh, I get like Terrence of Philip asses a fire on the screen. <laughs> yeah, like, man. I don't know, man. I just, uh, yeah. I, I feel like the the perfect analogy for this movie coming out because it's been a while. It was supposed to come out in 2020, yeah. and now it's like mid 2022 that we're going to be getting this. See, yeah. I I feel like the perfect analogy for this is like you're in the doctor's office waiting to get a booster shot. You might be there because you really want the booster shot. You might be there just because you don't want to get sick or you just are don't being sensible what have you what have you you're waiting in that lobby for forever for your name to be called finally it gets called you wait into the doctor's office you sit your butt on the little cushion sheet that's got like the paper wrapping on it to yeah keep that's it always uncomfortable so i hate that yeah you yes. just you don't oh, know if you should gosh. lay down or not you don't know what you're gonna do on that thing right and it's you're like, thinking oh. okay the doctor's gonna be here any minute yeah and then like the doctor shows up and is like oh okay hold on i just gotta go get the shot real quick i'll be back in like 15 minutes yep 30 minutes go by nothing you're still just sitting there just like okay when is when is this actually going to happen when is this going to happen the nurse comes late hey hold on we're sorry we're having trouble finding it can you come back tomorrow and says mm. like but I'm, what yeah like i just want a shot i'm don't even really want the shot i even took time off from work <laughs> I took time you know off. <laughs> I took time off I, I didn't have to be here y'all could have come on you know now i get that I'm, I'm right there with you you know what and i feel bad for jared leto jared, uh-huh. been, jared leto's been through it man yeah joker and now with morbius like okay cool Mor- and it looks like he's gonna kill this role regardless yeah. of what the movie's gonna be my expectations for him I feel like this is the movie where he's going to like, all right, I'm going to get my redemption. Y'all were, mm-hmm. y'all were talking all this trash about me on Joker when that wasn't even my fault, number one. Right, yeah. So, okay, I'm going I'm to show y'all who, you know, who y'all messing with, you know? Mm-hmm. And now this happens. But I understand that, you know, Spider-Man's doing crazy numbers. So, I'm, I'm not mad at it, but also, I'm just like, gosh, man. All the people that worked on that film. Yep. It's like, come on, man. I done... I done rented out a whole theater, bring my family so they could see me on the screen, and I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> they probably already seen it already. What am I saying? You this know? is like this poor man, just like, no, my name's in the credits. Of this it family. is it's like we don't believe you. Uh, you okay, like, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure it is. <laughs> oh man, well hopefully, oh hopefully we'll see it one day because I am looking forward to seeing it whenever it drops. But you said it was coming out um, later, early. It, it, uh, I, I think, think it's, like, it's late, right now it's release date like is spring? April 1st 2022 that's the, that's the double entendre of the yeah. show like April Fool's April Day Fool's really Day. it's only right it's only right alright well uh, we'll go from that story to uh, some more Marvel Studios news for Thor that's right Thor Love and Thunder y'all forgot Thor alright mm. y'all I mean Spider-Man got all the love right now Spider-Man Doctor Strange and all the Disney Plus shows don't forget that Thor is coming with that love and thunder, man. I'm super excited. Mm. And uh, promo art came out, and you got to see like the new Thor suit, you know, the new armor, and also Jane Foster. Yeah, you know, she gonna be throwing it up too, man. She had Mjolnir, mm. reforged. The, yeah, the OG, Mjolnir. the OG one. <laughs> and of course, you know, Thor's rocking that Stormbreaker ever so nicely. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Both look badass as always. Uh, what's your thoughts on? Uh, on seeing a concept art 
So I one I think both of the outfits look really great. Yeah, um, yeah I think they they killed it with Thor's new look. I love this like blue sleek thing that he's got going on. Uh, I love how Jane Foster looks like just slightly different than what she looks like in the comics, but for the most part like very accurate. Yeah, I was shocked to see that they're doing a reforged hammer. I yeah. honestly with everything they're doing with the multiverse, I was speculating that uh, this Jane Foster Thor was going to be a thor from another universe that just ends up crashing into thor's life one way or another Mm -hmm. that that's what i thought so actually seeing her like oh no this is the same jane that we saw from the other two thor movies right she has me on there it's been reforged somehow Somehow. yeah i yeah no this is this is gonna be good i can't wait i can't wait and takara titi's gonna you know Uh, back at the helm you know uh, the goat Oh my gosh, mm. I'm so excited for this, man. And this is the Thor that I've been waiting on cuz Thor was the character that I was like, yo, Thor's that dude. I just felt like the first two movies and I was it's Thor, right? In the comics you have to nerf him. Yeah. I mean, if it was Thor in the comics, there would be no event. You wouldn't need no Avengers movies. You wouldn't need none of that. Thor would take care of all of it for the most part. Yeah. Uh but so I understood I just felt like like they weren't capturing that Thor and wasn't it till Infinity War when he came to Wakanda mm-hmm. I was like okay that's the Thor yep. that's the Thor that I know right there and so but yeah Taco Watiti you know brought that to life with the last Thor movie and now he's back with this one with Jane Fox I'm like yo I'm ready yeah. I cannot wait for this one uh, so yeah definitely uh, and if you haven't seen the photo you can check it out right now um, head over to the comic section because we got a cool little photo there so y'all can peep it out yourself if you're excited to see Mew Mir come back <laughs> reforged better than ever alright and um, last but certainly not least man we're going to talk about a little anime action man so this is oh, for all of our, yeah. our anime fans and um, you know Roger and myself we were talking about this before we started recording this is for all my Dragon Ball fans out there Dragon Ball Z, Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Super Dragon Ball DB my I mean, it's what the most is it the most popular anime still? I I or think it's, it's still up there. Three? Yeah, it's like it, it's one of the most popular like anime manga series like yeah. ever made. So right, yeah, right. All right. Well, uh, there is a new Dragon Ball Super Super movie that's uh, on the way, uh, and word is, and it, it was a rumor, and it has been confirmed that there are certain two characters that will be the main characters for Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Now, when you think about Dragon Ball Z movies or Dragon Ball Super movies, you think Goku, Vegeta, and everybody else. There's mm-hmm. this them two. We already know. Well, those two are actually taking a backseat on this one, you know? The creators like, "You know what? Goku, Vegeta, y'all y'all ran it for a while, man. Yeah. You deserve a break." They're bringing the man back. Now, when I say the man, he was a boy that is now a man, but uh, they kind of changed him up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and the fans wasn't really too happy. I know I wasn't happy at all. Uh, yeah, no, same here. <laughs> and the character that we're talking about, Gohan. That's right. The son. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. The, it, he was supposed to be the star of Dragon Ball Z. He was supposed like, to be, yeah. Like Akira Toriyama said that like when he was making Z, he mm-hmm. was... Imp- 
planning it to be like the transition from, from Goku, Goku to, to Gohan. Gohan. Yeah. That's why the cell arc ended the way that it did. Oh my gosh. And then everyone arc. just lost their minds. <laughs> and couldn't deal without couldn't having deal. Goku. Couldn't deal, man. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I get it. Goku's yeah. the face. We understand that. But uh, Gohan, man, this character was just, it just felt robbed from us, mm-hmm. man. Because that cell arc that you were saying, I mean, we were talking about it passionately, man. If I was recording, y'all would have heard the passion. You can hear the oh, passion yeah. now. But I'm just saying, that scene, I mean, we all know the scene, man. When Gohan just straight up took out your boy, perfect cell, one arm. Obliterates him. like. <sighs> and perfect cell was that dude, man. Mm-hmm. Perfect cell might be my top two villains of all of dragon ball like saga you know, everything hard to agree yeah man but yeah in the recent times gohan was just in school glasses yep. you know just all about the books kind of retired mm-hmm. retired the gi you know what i'm saying i had to put that up oh but lest we forget the great saiyan man is here oh, yeah like that, that, that whole that whole thing, thing. there that i, I try to forget part of me liked it on a cheesy level but then yeah. when i saw that like that's it yeah and yeah every, i part of me like loves and hates the majin buu arc because like m- the majin buu arc is like when i started like really start to watch toonami a lot when i was a kid yeah and so that's when like i saw like a lot of dragon ball z but like the way that they disrespected Gohan, because like you could tell, like that was supposed to be Gohan's arc, but then they they brought back in Goku. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Gohan was supposed to destroy Super Buu, but yeah. he didn't. And then there you go. Yep. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, man. It's uh, but but, but. this movie right mm. here, Gohan is back with the uh, glasses off. Super Saiyan it up. He's he's wearing the uh, the same outfit that he does after he's done training in the hyperbolic time chamber with right. uh, with Goku and this, yeah. where it's like the the weighted Piccolo armor with yeah, the cape and all that. With the cape, I, I I'm actually Dragon Ball Super movies. They've been killing it lately. Oh, yeah, I yeah, absolutely yeah. loved every single one that I've seen so far. Same I here. Loved Broly. Yeah, that was my movie right there. Love that one. And uh, yeah, I. I actually think this one's going to be really good too. Yeah. I am I'm loving the uh, the premise of it too, where mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's an android superhero yeah. trying to like throw itself trying off. To throw so. itself, yeah, nah, yeah. But it's funny you brought up uh, Gohan wearing the the Piccolo uniform because the other main character is Piccolo. Mm. So we got Gohan and Piccolo Mini who. You know, coined the phrase uh, "Gohan's real dad." <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to say, does this movie come out on Father's Day? Because <laughs> that would day. be perfect. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You know, we were, we were having this conversation, man. <sighs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, right? And I know we're thinking it because, I mean, Piccolo he took on that father role. It's like, man, yeah. Goku, where you at, man? What's going on? But you know, I'm it's Chi Chi, man. Look, yeah. I gotta say it, man. All right, it's Chi Chi. That's who I'm blaming. I'm blaming Chi Chi because somebody has to do it. Somebody gotta somebody gotta do it. Hey, look, Goku ain't wanna go home to that. Goku and, and you saw what she did to him. She turned him into a student. She she took all the fight away from him. I'm like, come on, man. And you want me to come home to that? Nah, I ain't gonna do that. Hey baby, I'm gonna be uh I gotta I gotta fight. 
for another universe. They need me. You, you, you know what it is, right? Like, come on. You know, I'm just saying. I mean, we know what it is. Babe, babe, I promise. I promise. promise I'm not I'll cheating be. on I'm you. Cheating There's on just you. this purple dude that can stop time. I gotta I, beat I him gotta up beat real him. fast. You know, I just gotta beat him up. You know what it was when we first met. You know I'm a saying. <laughs> you know I love the fight. You knew this about me. Let's not act like you didn't know. Mm-hmm. How, how did we meet? We talked about this. Where did we meet at? We, we met at a fighting we tournament. We met at a fighting tournament. So every time you get all mad and upset about me yeah, going off, yeah. you know what this was. You know what you God, were signing up you, for. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Goku ain't want to come home. He, so, so if you want to blame anybody for Gohan being that, blame the mama. Blame. <laughs> <laughs> just being the. I'm just, I gotta be that guy. All right, you, you have to. You I have, have to. to. I'll take the. I'll take the blame. Bring all the. Because someone, someone, somebody yeah. has to, man. She yeah. She saw this guy. That's like this perfect fighting machine. All he literally wants to do all day is like fight just wants to and fight. try to put him in a three eat. piece suit. Yeah, what you doing? I get it. You know, you're a mom. You you want to be protective mm-hmm. of your kids. I'm not mad at that, right? But right. you knew. You even saw like, wow, Gohan really is that next is that next saying that mm-hmm. one to protect the earth, man. Goku Goku's died how many times? I've lost track. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Goku's like, come on, man. Like, I mean, this was my my seed right mm-hmm. here. I'm like, come on, man. This is what you. But yeah, so that's just you know my thoughts, man. I just had to, I had to say it. Mm-hmm. I had to say it. I know some of y'all, y'all get what I'm saying. All my anime fans out there, if you don't know what we're talking about, for the other listeners, just watch Dragon Ball, watch Dragon Ball Z, and you'll understand. You'll get it. I, I will say that, like, I feel like Vegeta would be the same, except I think Vegeta is genuinely afraid of, uh, of oh, Boma. No. Yeah, Boma. I would be too. Yeah, Boma. <laughs> Boma's scary, but Boma. Mm-hmm. Boma ain't Chichi scary though. No, uh, mm. you, she is. Oh no. no. I no, mean, no, Chi Chi is the scariest. Yes. That's what I was, I was going mm, about because, like, Chi Chi is it? Yeah, Chi-Chi, she will whoop your butt. <laughs> yeah, Chi Chi is the scariest. Then I'll put Boma, Boma right yeah. there, and then uh, Android. Uh, was it seventeen? Uh, I think it's 18. 18, my bad. 18, 17 boy. Yeah. yeah, boys, that's right. Uh, but yeah, all I'm saying is Gohan is finally looking like, all right, let me take these glasses mm-hmm. off. I got to save the planet. Me and my homie Piccolo, y'all know what it is. What y'all saw in Perfect Cell, y'all going to see again. That's what it looks like anyway. Let's yeah. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. I'm hoping. You know, Gohan, come on, man. Do it for us. At least one more time. <laughs> At least one more time, man. You know? Gohan, go Super Saiyan, God, Super Saiyan, and none of this. What, what was even that form that he got at the Majin Buu arc? The, like, mystic art form or yeah, whatever? Yeah, like, yeah. It was some sort of magic boost. It was like, no, give me the blue hair, you know Gohan. What? No, yeah. You know what I want to see? I want to see him kind of glimpse into uh, in, uh, super, uh, instinct. Yeah. Oh, but oh not, my not, God. not turn into it, though. Just like just you know, get a glimpse, a of, glimpse it. of it, because we again he has that potential. We saw it in Perfect Cell in that saga, so it's like just give him a little taste, like have him show it a, a quick second and it goes away. Like oh, I don't have it like that yet. No, no, I don't think he can because he's too smart. The reason why Goku can go full ultra of, yeah, instinct, yeah, because he has he that can instinct. Turn, you turn it brain. off. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, we have to wait and see, and uh, you know. The movie's going to be out, obviously, in Japan first. So, we have, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be a while before we see it. But when it comes out, man, I cannot wait. So, uh, 
come on man justice for gohan please mm. <laughs> all right guys so that about wraps up our news stories and headlines for the week and as always there's always news breaking every five minutes so again make sure y'all head over and follow us on social media at the comic section on facebook instagram and twitter and because uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a big news story that just happened. It always happens like mm-hmm. this. We record on Thursday, and by Monday, something big happened on Saturday. I'm like, ah, yep. man. All right. So uh, head over to our social media and make sure you give us a follow so you stay intact and track with all the new stories that breaks. All right. Well, now it's time for us to go ahead and jump into coming soon previews. And we have two quick previews to talk about this week. And uh, very... Uh, both of them, I feel like, are crime esque or creepy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's definitely got that true crime vibe. Yeah, that's yeah. the word I was waiting for. True crime. All right. Well, the first one dropped right on New Year's Eve, and it's going to be on Netflix entitled Crime Scene The Times Square Killer. So I'm like, ooh, you know, I'm like, the name. All right. I'm, I'm yeah. already, you already kind of got me. Times Square. That's what we think of New Year's Eve, the ball that drops. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that, y'all know what it is. So, uh, this looks very intriguing. So, you ready to take a look at it? Oh, heck yeah. Let's watch. The whole world is attracted to Times Square, but in the late 70s, Times Square was considered an atrocity. Firemen were responding to a report of a fire in a West Side hotel room. They found much more than they had anticipated. It was the hotel room from hell. You had the smell from burning flesh. The smoke was thick. They crawled into the room, not being able to see. I had covered crime, but I had never covered crime as salacious and as evil and as uh, brutal. All right. Roger, what's your thoughts on this, man? So I can tell you for a fact that this is definitely going to be playing on my house when it drops because my (laughs) fiance is obsessed with true crime, serial killers, all that good stuff. Right. And um, yeah, no, this definitely is something that's right up her alley. Uh, It definitely seems like more intriguing, too, because like I actually had... It doesn't surprise me, but I had no idea that there was a serial killer like these string of killings along in Times Square of all yeah. places. Nah, yeah. Like, you think of Times Square today, and it's like, it's you just think of like the, all the electric billboard the lights signs, and everything. The lights, everything. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't think of it as like what they were showing in this trailer. And that's how it, Times Square was. Mm-hmm. Like, time back in the day, like, uh, what, 80s, like 70s, 80s, mm. Times Square was not a good place to be in no. New York. Like, it wasn't fun and not like how it is now uh but yeah no i'm always these stories are always the scariest because it's like oh no this is this really happened yeah. <laughs> like oh man because i love horror but to me it's like what's more horrifying than something that actually happened right and then you know it's been happening for a while back then so now i'm definitely excited and it's streaming on netflix right now so uh you know if you didn't get a chance to check it out on new year's eve because you've been partying and you know to count down the new year definitely a good time to go ahead and check it out because uh you know netflix is definitely representing man oh yeah people i mean we have these other streaming apps and and Mm -hmm. platforms but they forget netflix is still the giant they're still going they're still going strong all right well again that's out right now and we'll jump into another netflix trailer that's uh coming out i believe by the time this episode comes out it would be in a couple of days from now archive 81 
Now, this looks like a straight up horror, but with some true crime mm-hmm. elements in it. So, uh, you know what? I don't want to give too much description. Let's go ahead and let him check out the trailer. You ready? Oh, yeah. All right. We're looking for an artist. Someone who can restore a recently acquired collection of damaged videotapes. Well, uh, what kind of damage? Fire damage. There's just one hitch. Because the materials are so fragile, they can't be moved. So you'd be doing the work at our remote research facility. Creating this archive, putting this puzzle together, well, it would mean the world to everyone who lost someone in that fire. What's your, what's your thoughts on this one okay. right here? So, uh, I it looks so bizarre. Yeah. And I, I really like what they're doing with this, where it is like two different stories, two different like videos, uh, mm-hmm. like all leading to the same area and conclusion. Right. There's actually a really good like horror book that I read last year, uh, the, the House of Leaves, mm. where it it's many people consider it un- unadaptable yeah. because it is so set in being a book and okay. the way that it's written uh it's like there's one story that's involved but then there's another story involved with that story that's told like the footnotes of the other story as it's going on so you're like you're reading two different stories yeah. in tandem and it's insane i feel like this is the closest we'll ever get to seeing something like that in film mm-hmm. where it's like one story that's also like affecting another story simultaneously as both are happening right yeah uh and yeah it it looks freaky um the 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 one effect of like the arm coming out looked just a a little eh, yeah. to me but but the rest of it 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 looks genuinely creepy it looks like a be a pretty good time so yeah no yeah this definitely looks uh yeah i'm right there with you i'm i'm very interested in this because it has like a little um first person Mm -hmm. shot a little bit too so all of that encompassing one overall arc i I love stories like that and uh yeah i'm i'm just intrigued and i don't want to know too much you know, mm-hmm. I like when these things are like, all right, we'll give you just enough to get you, hmm, you know, like intrigued. And then you're like, you're hooked. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's coming out January 14th, and that's only a couple of days away. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, this is something that I'm super hyped to watch. And it's, cause I'm always looking for some new stuff to, to check out. And of course, we'll be getting into that in our next segment reviews. But as always, man, we got, these trailers and more that we didn't get a chance to get to because again just like the news there's always a new trailer that drops every couple of days now you know 
and uh, which is always good. Man. It's always good to have a lot of content, especially in the times that we're living in right now. We need some entertainment to take our minds off things, off the real world, which is even crazier. So, <laughs> so yeah, you can check out these two shows on Netflix, and also you can check out some more trailers that we didn't get a chance to touch on on our social media page at the comic section. Follow, like, share, all that good stuff. All right, all right. Well, um, you ready to go ahead and jump into reviews, man? Oh boy, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. ready. All right, now I will say that New Year's just passed. We're still, you know, getting over the the New Year craziness that uh, that just happened. Mm -hmm. So I myself. I was slacking, you know, I'm like, oh, man, New Year's here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I still got shows I got to watch. I got movies I got to check out. Uh, but I do have I have one movie that I'm definitely interested in hearing what your thoughts on because we both watched it. And I'm talking about Matrix Resurrections. And you also got to see a few other things as well. Yes. And uh, and what were those other things that you got to check out? So the other two things that I wanted to talk about was uh, the Disney movie Encanto. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. R- really excited to talk about that. And then uh, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, the the South Park post COVID specials that premiered on Paramount Plus. Yeah, because uh, I've I've watched both of those recently and. Okay. Uh, was pleasantly surprised. So, ah, yeah. all right, okay. Well, but, let's. Yeah, you want to jump into Matrix first? Go ahead and jump into Matrix, man. All let's right. go ahead and get into it. Let's get into Matrix, man. And uh, man, oh man, I will say when this was coming out, I was like, oh yeah, all right, it's here. Let's, you know. And I'm not gonna lie, I was like, you know, this is one I'm gonna stay at the house to check out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sure in the theater, it was cool, but I'm like, uh, something told me this would be better at home. Just. And- be- and your spice senses tingled correctly it because did. oh my gosh <laughs> did it uh <laughs> but i will say seeing matrix 4 and seeing keanu again and just seeing you know most of the cast it was cool to see them again mm. uh i will say though that the things that they decided to do with the direction of the film i was like oh okay this is you guys are just being super meta about everything. Yeah. And I was not expecting it, but I will say I'm not all that mad about it. I guess I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, which again, spider Sense was right. <laughs> Something yeah. told me. Cause yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I'm not, I know it was super divisive. I know a mm-hmm. lot of people were like, man, what kind of trash is this? I saw a lot of people that saying that they were either like meh about this film or that they absolutely hated it. I think I mentioned this on the, the first time I was ever on this podcast because the trail, Matrix trailer dropped when I first was on here. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I, I told you that like I had never seen it. I've seen the first Matrix movie, but I never like watched it all the way through. And Matrix was never like a big thing for me. So I rewatched the original movie and all the sequels. I even watched Animatrix in anticipation for for this, just to be like, okay, let's see what all this was about. And at end of the day, coming in on the other side, like I I thoroughly enjoy the series. I think it's it's really great action. Okay, sci-fi. Okay, sci-fi. Yeah. Um, really, really like the first one. The first one's still really oh, holds yeah. up well the as first a one, piece of filmmaking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so rewatching this one, I I I really like the meta commentary. I okay. thought it was um 
I thought was really well done because like that's one of the things the Matrix is known for that like you have all these different like people talking about and theorizing about it. But like one of the core messages that this movie kind of establishes early on is the illusion of choice where it's like you have option A and option B. You technically have the choice to choose between either option A or option B, uh, red pill or blue pill. But end of the day, deep down, you yourself know what you're going to choose. It's sort of that like that um, philosophical, like predestined state of like, okay, if you could go back in time and change things, you wouldn't though, because like, if you actually were able to like rewind time and like go go back to that moment where you're about to make that choice that changed your life, you would still end up making that same choice because you still have all that previous like prior knowledge and experiences leading up to that same choice. You're still the same person when you make that unless you suddenly gain knowledge from the future that somehow changes that. So like that. Right. Meta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and that and with you saying that it just popped in my head because this was like a philosophical argument debate that I've been having with myself for a while. Ooh. Um and you know, yeah, I think different like that. So it's kinda like this movie was like one of those movies that really it's always been in the back of my head, but like is free will real? Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, wait a second, and this the Fran- Matrix is like the perfect allegory to that it's like well is it is do we really have free will or Mm. is it the illusion of free will just based off everything that you just said it just it came up again like okay Mm -hmm. yeah like this is the argument over it so basically everything that you broke down and um yeah man that's just a conversation that's been like having like an internal debate about you know like okay well if free will is really free then then how would this work you know but right yeah yeah it's nah. yeah and uh i also thought that like the the overall story that they told of this was really good i uh, not to get into like spoilers but okay the the one thing that i do have a gripe with about yeah. this movie is the um neil patrick harris's character right mainly for i think he did a fantastic job in no, the i think he did great I, he yeah. was yeah brilliant but i you see this in the trailer you see this very early on in the movie it becomes very apparent that he's a character that can't really be trusted mm-hmm. and you're not really you're pretty sure he's acting and not in neo's best interest right yeah, yeah. but he's also playing neo's therapist yeah and the start of it and that's the one thing that i always like when you start to do that like okay the therapist is evil and is actually yeah. the one that's you no know, keeping them down it's like right, that's right. Kind yeah. of a dangerous thing to yeah. throw out, but right. um, you want you want to know my biggest gripe on it. What's your biggest gripe? Come on, man. Let's just Lawrence Fishburne, man. Where Lawrence? At? <laughs> oh my god. Where's Lawrence at? Where's Lawrence? And don't get me wrong. Look, hey man, I'm a big fan of my my guy Yara. Like he, yeah. he's he's killing it. You know, he killed his uh Black Manta mm-hmm. and all. Like he, you know, Watchmen, all that stuff. Right? He's not Morpheus to me. Like I want, if you gonna bring the cast, but you gonna bring Trinity back, you bring Lawrence Fishburne back. Mm. And there's a reason why Lawrence Fishburne didn't sign on, and I'm getting the same feeling that Michael Keaton got when we were talking uh, about freaking Batman Forever. I feel like Lawrence Fishburne, like if you didn't have him in it, you know, of course they show footage and oh, okay, this is who Morpheus was, and I guess he, you know, 
transformed or now he's into this character. I'm like, fam, that's nah, man. I need it, a minute. Yeah, it was kind of strange the, the to, direction they I took him. To yeah, I mean, that was cool. It took me a minute to get over it, but once I was over it, I mean, I was mm-hmm. I was on the man. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I honestly like I came out the end of this movie just thinking like I I liked it. I yeah. don't see like all the hate it was getting. Like yeah, I can yeah, understand yeah. some of it, but like end of the day, I thought it was a it was cool. Yeah, it was a good yeah, movie. I thought it was cool. Um. And yeah, I, I would rate it like better than most of the Matrix sequels, but definitely not better than the first one. Oh no, no. Yeah. Matrix one is in a class of its mm-hmm. own as far as one of the greatest films ever made as far as action and that was another thing too. The action felt felt off to me, like in this film. And maybe it's because it's uh, a prisoner of its own success because mm. of how amazing we've we didn't see action the way we did in the first film like the movie theater they haven't seen nothing like that so it's hard to kind of top itself right and it just felt like oh yeah this uh, the fighting felt off to me Um, yeah yeah i saw a lot of people commenting about like there was too much pushing going on instead i I don't know man just didn't yeah even the flips landing i mean you could tell the wire work was Mm. it just didn't feel on point like it but again I mean, that's just nitpicky. I thought it was cool. Mm. Um, and if you got a chance to see it, listeners out there, definitely let us know your thoughts on it because uh, it's very divisive for sure. Like, I will also want to say um, I really like the character Bugs. Oh, yeah. Too. Bugs was cool. I like Bugs. And yeah. uh, one thing I, I wanted to point out is um, Lana Wachowski was in the documentary Disclosure uh, which is about the um, the different like uh, trans people in media talking about their experiences. And when Lana Wachowski was on it, she talked about how Bugs Bunny was like a huge influence for her and how like Bugs Bunny was like the first rep- like good representations of like, oh, here's a person who is male, but is presenting right. themselves as female That's instead. Yeah. And it's not like you see them as like powerful, like they have power in the scene. Yeah. and Right. Yeah, no. So I thought it was like, I thought it was great that she was able to bring that bring character, that character. Into yeah, it and good that point. little callback in there. Good, so. good point. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even realize that, man. Good, good pull. All right, guys. Well, um, what else did you get to check out, man? So, oh my bad, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. forgot to rate Matrix. So you, what did you rate Matrix? Uh, I'm honestly, I'm going to give it like a. I, I you say like I give it a solid eight. Eight. It was, it was a good time for me. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I gave it a seven. Um, mm. It was cool. Check it out, and uh, I definitely recommend everyone watch it. I mean, a lot of people did. HBO Max, a lot of people stayed at the house. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so definitely let us know your thoughts on that. Now, what else you get to check out, man? So, uh, I've recently seen the movie Encanto, which yeah. was uh, Disney's big animated, one of their big animated uh, films of the year. Um, the trailer for it looked absolutely spectacular. Yeah, we reviewed uh, the trailer. It was, oh, man. It, yeah, and I was like super pumped getting into it. Um, and I gotta say, I knew going into this movie that it was going to be good. Like it, it was going to be like a fun, good time with like most Disney movies are. I was not coming expecting to come out of that movie on the other side, thinking of it as like top tier all time, one of the best Disney movies out there. Wow, Wait, I think it is. Yeah, this, wow. Uh, as okay. soon as this movie was done, I went on Facebook. Was like, this is Disney firing on all, all cylinders? cylinders. Wow, like. 
the the music. It's all Lin Manuel Miranda yeah. composed stuff. So right, already right. naturally, you know, perfect, the, you know, the music's going tunes. to be amazing. Yeah. Um, but then the the story that they tell about it is one that like I think anyone can identify with, where it's like about this like large family unit, but it's also just a story about families and the like different traumas and trouble that they all sort of deal with and harbor mm-hmm. it's like you you might grow up like thinking like oh this one sibling they've they've all got it made or whatever and then as you become an adult you're like oh hey yeah you were suffering right, from yeah. this i was suffering from that that's right, sort of right. thing yeah I, I remember like getting a text message from my sister after she finished watching the movie and both of us being like so which character did you identify with ah ha, ha, yeah i could tell you i yeah. saw you when i like right. i recognized my sister and some of the uh, the stuff and she recognized me when she was watching the movie oh, too okay cool so it was like this Great, unique experience. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. Beautiful animation, amazing music. Mm. Uh, the song we don't talk about, Bruno, has already taken over all of TikTok. <laughs> so that, that, if that tells you anything, awesome. Um, yeah, I, I I give it a ten out of ten. Wow, yeah. ten out of ten for Encanto, man. Well, you know what though, when I uh, when I reviewed the trailer, I could already tell it was going to be one of those. Mm. Um, I'm very, very excited to to sit down and check it out, uh, and you know I'm I'm guessing like this was Pixar, right? As well, it, I, or no? I think this was just Disney Studios. This was just Disney Studios. I think this one was just Disney. So I think the next one that's coming out, the um the the girl that turns into a red panda. Okay, I think that's a Disney Pixar studio. I think this oh, one. Oh, this just is just Disney. Disney. Oh, okay. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, because you know, with Disney and Pixar, I just automatically assume <laughs> they're so they're simultaneous so sim- now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, well, I will say, obviously, you know, I can tell they probably, you know, they work together. But you know, this movie right here, I was like, okay, does it have like the the stereotypical, not in a bad way, but does it like really get you in the feels? Do you like almost break down? Like y'all trying to y'all trying to tear me down and oh, then build definitely. me back up again? <laughs> you know what Disney does? Disney ain't slick, man. I mean, and we fall for it every time. I know I do. It's I, like I'm going into this film. I better not feel sad. I better not feel like I'm about to cry. I better not feel none of that. Mm-hmm. No, you go I am into- a, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm going to suck it in. I'm in the. Y'all ain't doing this to me. I'm not going to admit that the first movie I ever cried in was Up. Oh. Never. Well, I mean, come on now. Up. I mean, we just know. You You ain't have a soul. If, oh, if yeah. You didn't feel anything that first time. That's, yo, I, I wanted my money back. So I'm like, yo, don't do that to me. Not that early mm-hmm. in the middle. Come on, man. I'm still mad about that. I, I will say, I think this is the first Disney movie that not only like slightly made me tear up a little bit, but also made me have an existential crisis because there was one character that I saw that I was like, "Oh, this was me and my family." And, like as uh, they're singing their song, I was like, "Oh no, no y'all really, y'all really doing this right now? Y'all really doing this right <laughs> Relate now?" Relate huh? a little too hard to these lyrics. Yeah, I can't. I uh, no, I can't. I can't do that. I can't deal with that. But mm. uh, but that's awesome. So. So you recommend it 10 out of 10. I cannot wait to check it out. I am Please super do. hyped to see it. So uh, awesome. Okay. And you uh, and you said you had one more thing you got to check out? One more. All and right. That, what we got? That is the South Park post-COVID specials oh, that released boy. on Paramount+. Plus. So we went from the loving, careful family <laughs> atmosphere movie of Disney to the raunchy 
Let's get in mm. down and dirty South Park. Y'all know what South Park is. You know what you know what their establishment represents. I've I've been a huge South Park fan. Like probably <laughs> like longer than I should be. Yeah. I remember my parents introduced me to South Park at a very very young age. Oh, that's awesome. So you're lucky, man. So yeah. your parents introduced you to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. they they showed me like one of the first episodes that uh that came out there. Like Rachel, watch this. This is hilarious. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, so South Park's been in a very like weird direction lately, uh, okay. cause they've, they've been trying to like, ever since 2016, yeah. they tried to do a serialization thing and then that backfired on them big, uh, okay. uh gotcha. because they, they were planning a series around Hillary Clinton winning yeah, the 2016 yeah. election. We all know how we that went. We all know how that went. Uh, so, uh, it's been a real, and it's been really weird because they haven't been releasing like seasons, uh, since the COVID pandemic hit, they've been doing these like quick hour long specials. So there was the COVID special, the vaccination special, yeah. and now we're in one that's like set off in the future. So in these post COVID specials, it's like, f- uh, 30 years in the future, all mm. the boys are grown up now. Yeah. And uh, they're all trying to reconcile and reconnect after, like, splaying up from each other during the pandemic. Mm. And it's both hilarious and uh, what they do. Like, throughout most of it, they, like, Trey Parker, Matt Starr, and just comedy geniuses with, like, some of the stuff they will pull out. Mm. You'll see people just, like, in the future walking around with, like, these weird yarn ball heads, uh, hats. Yeah. And it's just, like, no one questions it. No one says they thought, because, like, that's just the future. That's, that's just the way future. it is. Yeah, that's just what it's going to be. Yeah, Everything right. is, like, a Max or a Pro. There's Denny's Applebee's Plus oh. combo. <laughs> uh, and then, like, they, they've got, like, the, um, the, uh, the lady from the Blade Runner movies yeah. popping up on all the uh, the billboard screens too. Right, right. Um, so yeah, so going into it, I was expecting like all that like raunchy humor that you expect from South Park, and you get a lot of that. I also was expected to get as deep as it did too. Again, Ooh. this was a similar thing of like I watched this special and I was like, oh my god, this is actually making me care about moving. like a lot of these characters. Like it was yeah. doing the whole family like. At, at the very end, there's like this big like coming together forgiveness yeah. bit, and it's like it's very touching and heartfelt wow. too. And like you you wouldn't expect that, but like they they brought their A game with these specials. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, the comedy absolutely delivered. One of my absolute favorite bits from the special is uh, there's one character that's locked up in a insane asylum that Stan and Kyle have to go visit, mm. and while they're talking to him, at one point the guy's like, "Have you guys heard of?" NFTs, <laughs> and then as soon as he mentions it, a bunch of sirens are blaring. Art the guards come in and start spraying him, de- like spraying yeah. him down with a, a fire extinguisher, right? Yeah, yeah, which is the appropriate spot if yeah. anyone talks about NFTs in front of you. Man, man, yeah, but uh, God, it was just it was a great time. It, it hit me in the feels in a way I wasn't expecting. Uh, I, I give it a nine out of ten. Like it was. Ooh, a, all it, right. If you are a South Park fan, this is a really great special. Definitely worth checking out. Awesome. South Park. I mean, I mean, South Park has been, they've been here for God knows how long. I mean, yeah, they've been, is it close to, I mean, I know they've been over 20. It's, so it's been like close yeah, to 30, right? Isn't oh, it coming close oh to 30? Oh, God. I guess it is. Yeah, I guess it's it is. It's getting close to that. I would yeah. think. Nah, yeah, it's, uh, 
that's awesome and you know what and i love that you know when you were saying about like you wasn't expecting that it's kind of like you know they're putting medicine in the candy like you mm-hmm. kind of know all right we're gonna you we're gonna get what you love from south park the raunchy humor and all of that but also you're gonna get you know like some some good uh good messages they always have a good message you just gotta like find it <laughs> right and, you yeah. know you could do the jokes and stuff but it's like oh wait no that's that was really deep right mm-hmm. there I understand why they did it, and I loved how they did it. But, uh, but yeah, that's the one thing about South Park, the genius in it, man. It's like, okay, it's it's fun and jokes, but it's also like, hey, th- you guys, you better relax about fill in the blank, whatever right. topic it is, because this could be happening. I mean, mm-hmm. you see what's going on now. A lot of people are saying that we're about to really be like, um, what's my movie? Uh, Disney movie, uh, Wally. Oh my god! Like we're getting close to that. We we are. Like no lie, man. It's like everything is now. We got a metaverse now. We got you know you can create your own avatars. It's like all right. Well, I'm just gonna put these goggles on, and Mm -hmm. I can like live a completely different in a different world. And people are buying land and a lot of money. People are spending money on virtual real estate. Yeah, I don't understand it, man. It's so weird. So I'm again. I'm showing my age because I'm like, why I. I don't want to hate on it because it's like because I don't understand it, but that also it's just like nah, it's just too. I need to be in the real world, man. No lie, I'm just like I'm. No, nah, I'm good here. Don't like, worry, I'm don't worry, cool. J Rock. Don't worry, it'll make yeah. sense when our brains are in the robots. They're That's just, true. You're they're, right. They're they'll do the matrix. You're right. Remove us from the fleshy You're body. Right. Put us in the robot body. That's You're right. It. That's it. And it kind of just circles back to the matrix, man. Mm-hmm. It circles back to my whole free will <laughs> argument, man. You see how all this yep. happens, man? Oh my God. What a way to end the podcast. When we came full circle, we brought up matrix, free will, uh, Michael Keaton, you know, we brought all this stuff up, man. It's been a great, great episode. Roger, thanks for being on as always, man. You know, of course, because uh, uh, thanks for having me. It's a blast every time. Yeah, man. Well, look, man, you part of the team, man. And um, so, you know, when CO's out, CO be booked and busy. So, you know, happy that rely on you or our aunt to come through and uh, definitely give us some good some good feedback on a lot of cool stories and more. So do you have any social medias that you want to plug to let the people know so they can you know, give you your props or harass you. I mean, it's up to you. If oh, you want please, to yes, harass me, <laughs> harass me as much as you want. If you think the Flash should not be running fast and only punching gorillas, boy, you got another thing coming. Boy, wait, I will say before you give out your socials, yeah. I've always said this, and I think I've told you this, and also our producer Reggie C, who's like also like the biggest Flash fan I know. I honestly feel like the Flash is the most powerful DC character just because of that that purpose of him being able to run faster than time and i'm like yo what do you do with that yeah most definitely so i always i've always said that i've always believed that like flash is op whenever ever hear people say oh man superman op or these characters op i'm Mm -hmm. like fam the flash can literally (laughs) go back and erase everybody if he wanted to when your arch nemesis is a uh evil version of a time paradox like a living embodiment of a time paradox man that's how you know you've hit the big leagues exactly man i'm just but that's just something i wanted to let mm-hmm. you know I've, I've always felt like the flash is the most powerful dc character but you know but yeah, anyway. I, I agree with that statement <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you guys can find me at uh, Flash Photography Cosplay. It's Flash Photography Cause on Instagram. Or you can find my quality meme content on uh, Always Sunny in Watchmen, where I occasionally post uh, comic book slash nerdy pop culture memes as well. Uh, recently <laughs> made a meme about uh, the first episode of Book of Boba Fett and how I... I saw through the veil and realized, oh, wait, this is just the first episode of Arrow once again. <laughs> uh, Man. But, yeah. No, yeah. it's it's good. Stuff. So, yeah, you guys can uh, can find me on there. I also got a Facebook page for uh, for those as well, for Flash Photography Cosplay and for um, for Always Sunday and Watchmen. So, definitely check those out. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, make sure you follow and check out our producer extraordinaire reggie c at sonic embassy working hard on season two that's uh that's already out right now so make sure i head over to sonic embassy so you can check out his podcast podcast all right love the name it's like the greatest name ever what's your name your podcast podcast i love it <laughs> love it and also make sure you follow my very talented co-host Lil CEO at cut it out comics and cosplay on facebook instagram and twitter and i know that uh co's been working hard at some new cutouts and uh definitely looking awesome too man. they they finally caved and made santa claus <laughs> they did I, I saw that last week i'm like yo i was shocked i almost yeah. dropped my phone like wait a minute this is a regular santa this ain't no evil and his eyes was pretty jolly yeah i'm like i thought it was going to be like cat eyes or that, some type some type of evil something mm-hmm. you know that bowl that uh, belly was full of jelly it like, was yeah. it was i was shocked to say the least that's scary actually when when it's just a regular i mean come on now i'm like i'm looking for the evil side i know it's somewhere in there but, <laughs> but make sure you follow little co at cut it out comics and cosplay and make sure you support their what they're doing they're doing some awesome stuff over there and make sure you follow yours truly j rock the mic on facebook instagram no twitter toxic twitter stay away from twitter you already know that uh, and us most importantly make sure you follow us at the comic section on all social media platforms and our main website thecomicsectionnetwork.com again that's thecomicsectionnetwork.com and while you're there you can check out all the shows in the comic section network including our own and head over to the merch store so you can check out all the cool merch that's out right now for 2022 so you can represent your favorite podcast all right and um and as always man thank you guys for tuning in every week we're counting down to episode issue 200 and uh, we're counting them down, man. We're almost there. I cannot wait. Issue 200. Mm. Definitely going to be doing some. I got to come up with some ideas. Of course, Lil CEO got some. So, uh, yeah, man, I cannot wait. 200 is right around the corner. Other than that, we will catch you guys next week. I've been your host, Jason, alongside my guest host this week. Rigel. And we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Peace. You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network.